Bosnia-Herzegovina. Following the breakup of Yugoslavia, conflict between Muslim Bosniaks, Orthodox Serbs and Catholic Croats began in 1992. The ethnic bloodshed ended three years later, after the Dayton Accords were signed. The Balkan nation has since been governed by arguably the world's most complex political system. A council of three presidents, a Bosniak, a Croat and Serb, rotating the government's chairmanship to preserve the status quo. Part of the 1995 agreement to promote peace and stability was the establishment of the Office of the High Representative. But 27 years later, the agreement has been heavily criticised as it's proven ineffective in reducing the ethnic divisions of the past. I'm Assad Beg in Sarajevo. Some 3.3 million in Bosnia-Herzegovina headed to the polls last week to choose lawmakers at a regional and national level, as well as three members of the Presidential Council. But on the very night of the election, after polls closed, the country's peace overseer, High Representative Christian Schmidt, announced changes to the election law. Schmidt says the changes will create a more effective government, working between the country's two entities, Republic Srpska of predominantly Bosnian Serbs and the Federation of Bosnia-Herzegovina of mainly Bosniaks and Bosnian Croats. But many argue change for the better is unlikely. Let's find out what this means for the country as High Representative for Bosnia-Herzegovina Christian Schmidt talks to Al Jazeera. High Representative for Bosnia and Herzegovina, Christian Schmidt, thank you for joining us on Talk to Al Jazeera. Thank you. You chose the night of the elections to use your powers, also known as the bond powers, that allow you to make changes to the law. You changed the number of representatives to the upper house, uh, known as the House of Peoples, uh, how they are chosen, and gave a deadline for forming a government. Why did you choose the night of the elections to make that announcement? This is very simple. I did not want to interfere in the electoral process, the decision of the electorate, of the people, on the one side, and I did not want to give the impression that I would go to corriger le fortune, uh, knowing the electoral results or the first uh, uh, information about them, uh, and to adapt any decision. I have made this decision uh, on Sunday morning and signed this decision, prepared for a lot, and so this was to publish uh, it uh, after the closing of the polling stations. We have members of the European Parliament objecting to your announcement, saying things like it's overshadowed uh, by the use of your power, uh, the elections have been overshadowed. Several European observers saying it was a slap in the face of voters, uh, that it shows great disrespect for the citizens of this country who voted, that it caters to Croat ethno-nationalists, the HDZ, HDZ and their sister party in Croatia. How do you respond to these comments? <laughs> what shall this? Where we are, we have to see that the Federation of Bosnia-Herzegovina lacks since four years, I repeat, since four years, a presidency, a government, and in, few, in short time, a court. And I shall do nothing, and whom I refuse very drastically this uh, uh, unacceptable uh, accusation to me, I would have anything done uh, which uh, would affect uh, the voters' decision. What I'm doing is not referring the counting of the vote uh, 
but how to make use out of it. What is an election and the will of the people and members of European parliaments? And I have been member of parliaments in for the year, so I know very well about what I'm talking. And I do not need any uh, suggestion about what to do and how to behave in this. I'm basically democratic. And what did I? I did just uh, help. And what I'm doing, that the will of the voter will be posed and put into reality. That's it. But not everybody agrees with you. The European Union seemed to distance itself from your decision, said that the powers should be used as a last resort, and the decision was made by you alone. What is, was, was this yeah. really a last resort? Four years, no government, and you need no last resort? Why are the European Union distancing themselves from you? Ask the European Union. Did you make this decision alone? This is my decision. I had some uh, cooperation consultation, but this is my decision. That's my job. I'm appointed here uh, to look on the uh, Dayton Agreement and to make it working. So this is what I'm doing. Do you think that the decisions that the the changes that you have brought it up, announced, do you think it will make it work, looking at the reaction? I hope so. But this does not depend on the reactions of anywhere in the world. This depends this depend on the people here and on the decision makers here. If I would just be here and having and seeing a functioning state, I think I would better go the next day because they need nothing. If there's a situation where the people have no confidence in the voting and in the results. Don't forget you're here in a country where corruption and nepotism is not a theoretical issue. That uh, we have to give back people confidence. And uh, I am, I tell you, beyond all political and official statements, and I'm prepared to discuss with all my colleagues in European parliaments, I have to hide nothing. But I have to say, I only know, if we want to make things better here, like Chamonix said, I don't know exactly whether it works better when it changes. But I only know I have to change to make it working better. Talking about that cooperation, there's also claims questioning your impartiality, uh, that you've handed out a favour to, uh, to your parties. Uh, Christian Social Union sister party by imposing these changes. Last year, the Croatian Prime Minister Andrei Plenković attended a gathering uh, of your party in Germany, where he specifically praised you. Said that you have great international experience, but he looked Thank forward. Thank you. I think I have great international experience. Also, but, but, but yes, but he also said that he looked forward to cooperating with you to ensure uh, reform of electoral legislation in Bosnia. Do you consider yourself impartial? Absolutely. And how about your relationship to your sister party in Croatia? May I tell you and ask you, do you know which sister party uh, uh, CSU has as well in Bosnia-Herzegovina? SDA. Which sister party it has in uh, Republika Srpska? PNP. Which party has a contact in, the, uh, in uh, Serbia? Uh, Vucic party. So. 
Did their, leaders, did their leaders come to your parties gathering in Germany and praise you yes. and say that they want to cooperate with you? Because you talk about cooperation. Who did you cooperate with for, to make this decision? With me, with myself. So can you explain to our international audience, did you have any cooperation with Croatia? I think, uh, with uh, sorry, I do not understand. Shall I not cooperate with the people around here in this, in this region? Shall I not? I have been as well uh, in Budapest, in Belgrade, in Slovenia, uh, anywhere, because they people, they know one. If this here, the territorial integrity of this country is put in question, and don't forget that we have sometimes um, Mr. Putin being interested in this region, that it would be indeed um, a challenge. Somebody said to me, you, we can talk about dissolution, but there is no peaceful dissolution in this region. So this is about severe issues. And so I have, like all the others, to talk with everybody. This does not in anyhow show that I would not make my decision on myself. Believe me, I'm old enough that I'm aware that I have to make my decisions. I stand for the decisions and uh, the importance is what ends, in which direction, hopefully, with a success. Okay, can you explain to our international audience, you said that you cooperate, you've spoken to different people, that if you coordinated with Zagreb, if we have officials from Zagreb celebrating these changes and saying that they are responsible for them. They are wrong. You didn't, way, you, did, you, didn't, you didn't coordinate with them? Why, why, why are they celebrating these changes? Ask themselves. I make my decisions. Did you speak with officials in Zagreb before you made this decision? What, what means before you made that last year? Uh, sorry, I in, think in we coordination, have to talk, we're talk, we're talk, we talk about, about the decision and uh, you are not interrogating me uh, where I'm traveling where. I'm traveling everywhere. This is I've not about traveling. This is about coordination. These are these the, these are the allegations that are being made against you. That you allegation? That, that, yes, but by people within this country are saying that you are not impartial. That this decision favors a certain particular group, uh, uh, Croat ethno nationalists. And I'm asking you if there was coordination with Zagreb. I have to say very clearly, my friend. You cannot ask me whether there's a coordination and then comment, this would be an order from this side. I have talked to everybody. To be very clear, this is my decision. You can discuss about my decision, but please on another level. Do you think this is decision will, will matter considering the already deep divisions inside this country or will it lead to a crisis? Because there's also, there's <laughs> also that fear. That yes, no, but let's come back to the issue. Dodik, it has just been last year to go out of this country. No problem, it's a problem. In the Croat caucus, there's a tendency of some extremists to talk about a third entity. Totally impossible. We will go against this. As well, there are some complaints in the Bosniak uh, community. The children in this country, up to now, have different curricula about history. This is the issue. 80% of the young people in this country are leaving. What are we doing? Nepotism, corruption, that's the issue. And somehow, sometimes I think 
some of those uh, who are just uh, asking whether I have met Mr. Plenkovich or Mr. Milanovic or Mr. Vucic. I did not meet Mr. Dodek to, to be open because he refused to meet. I know him very well. This is not the question. The question is, will this country survive in a good way and come to European integration, yes or no? This is so because I thought I have to correct a little bit the intention of your question. Well, my intention of the question is to get <laughs> to the truth. Um, yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned Dodik. You, you, as the high representative, have the power to remove him. He has made those comments. Is your suggestion separating. that I should remove him? No, I'm saying that you have the power mm -hmm. to remove him. I can't suggest anything. Yeah. You have the power to remove him, yet he's, you, know, you have the power because of the Dayton agreements. Yeah. Why didn't you? Or why don't you? Does this help? You chose not to. You chose to make these changes, these specific changes. If someone is making comments I about prefer... separating from Bosnia and Herzegovina, you see that as a problem. Yeah. And I did several statements and positions and legislation to avoid that Mr. Dodik uh, continues in separation. Maybe we have seen, we have just got a court decision which absolutely supports my decision not to see, for example, uh, state property being handed to the Republika Srpska because this is a state-level issue. So a lot of details are to be worked. And I prefer that the voters decide whether they want to have somebody yes or no. The current authorization for the EU Multinational Stabilization Force um, expires in November this year. Now, previously, Russia has threatened to withdraw its support. What happens if they do? I do not see that the international community will give up um, the presence in Bosnia and Herzegovina because people want to see a stabilization there. They are in fear of being forgotten. So I intensely uh, uh, supporting those who want to have which international uh, presence ever. I've heard that uh, the American Secretary of State some month ago referred to the possibility, if not Yurfa Altea, to have NATO. I see this could be drawn out of the Dayton Agreement on X1A. Do you have NATO here? I have not a NATO head. But NATO is here. And um, NATO cares for this country. As so far, this is your fault here. You ask me what will happen if the Security Council, there will be a veto. So uh, the question is, are there alternatives, how they are arranged? Yes, I think there are alternatives. And I refer to the Secretary of State of the United States of America. The election took place amidst the backdrop of Russian influence in Republic Srpska. Uh, Melodar you know, Dodik has visited Moscow, he's supported the war in Ukraine, he, you know, he's uh, met uh, Vladimir Putin. What do you make of the Russian influence? And can it be countered? Because we've spoken to uh, NATO officials who say that it runs deep in Republic Srpska, that Russian influence. Can 
Can that be counted? There are some, some hints that there is uh, indeed such an influence. I see this not very, uh, not very, uh, let me say, visible. Uh, but one has to make clear that this is not a place for games. So I think uh, security should be delivered with you for Altea. And other area is an international uh, question which should not and cannot be only answered here in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Back to those changes that you've announced. What happens if a government isn't formed, if they don't manage to have an agreement, you gave a 30-day deadline, what happens? Yeah, then at the end, uh, uh, next 30 days, uh, the number necessary to present a candidate in the different party caucuses, um, uh, not party, but uh, ethnic caucuses, uh, goes down to seven and then goes down to four. So this will be a possibility if um, the majority fails to find uh, both uh, the minority uh, a government. So I'm pretty, pretty convinced that this will work out. And what kind of feedback have you had from within, inside the country to your announcement from the different parties? I talked to all the key different parties and uh, uh, maybe you are surprised. Uh, they all basically agreed. No objections at all? <laughs> uh, some I would say, if in this country are no objections, you are wrong. But uh, basically, uh, what will you argue against a situation that there is nothing going on, everything is blocked? By the way, blocked by uh, several parties, especially by one, which I go for a harsh deblocking. And uh, so I think there's a lot of support for this. There's also questions about why these changes were made specifically for the Federation of Bosnia. This is a simple question and a simple answer because this kind of blockade did not take place in Republika Srpska. Uh, there is a government, there is some, quite another structure, yes. And then the Federation uh, has been on the state level. Uh, we have seen this um, strange uh, blockade uh, given by uh, Mr. Dodik as a member of the state presidency. He will no longer be a member of the state presidency. So I think this is a new turn and uh, uh, I expect that the cooperation will improve. But the new member elected is a member of his party, he's put her forward. I have not voted for it, but her, but she is indeed, you are absolutely right. Um, so those problems will still persist? Um, the potential problem persists, yeah. To answer the question which you not have posed, why do you not have changed? Simply because this is the Dayton Constitution and I'm here to protect the Dayton Constitution, but not to change the Dayton Constitution. This has to be done at the Parliament, like all the other human rights issues, which I support fully. Uh, it's impossible that a Jewish uh, person, which does not uh, refer to be a Croat, a Bosniak or a Serb, cannot run for the presidency of this country. That's impossible. 
That's 12 years with a court ruling of the European Court of Human Rights, and it has not yet been implemented. But um, I feel and see that there's a lot of the people, you ask them how is the reaction, they want go on, do more. And I have to say, I cannot do this, because I think this is to, to the parliament, and somehow I think we have to give it more to the people. When you say this is to the parliament, do you, there's also been some people saying that this, the decisions that you have taken will lead to overrepresentation of certain groups, like the Croats. How? 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 I haven't changed anything, uh, nor in, 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 in the only thing I've increased uh, proportionally to everybody. It was everybody, every three, uh, caucuses were 17, now it's 23. The only thing is, I have done more for the so-called others. They are now 11, they have been seven. So that's it. And will you guarantee representation for the others? Yes. The problem is that we are not allowed to, to implement uh, the understanding that this country uh, consists out of more than three constituent people, especially the other so-called others, which are uh, minorities and others, because court, constitutional court, which I respect, and the others, has decided that first, Sadich Finzi has to implement it on state level. And there we are again. Since 14 years, the negotiation in this country, facilitated by European Union, United States, and so on. And the result is 0, 0.0.0. .0. So I think we have to my feeling is, if we would not succeed in getting the state level changed, we have somehow to give it to the people. To give it to the people, what does this mean? Uh, some are asking for having Dayton too. You cannot go on the US Air Force Base, sit uh, for three weeks and create a new constitution for this country. This country has to make the constitution itself. You say that we can't have a Dayton two. We should not have. We a should not have a Dayton two. But isn't something like that required to make fundamental change in this country? Wasn't Dayton supposed to be temporary? They, absolutely, Dayton was a politically, constitutionally qualified ceasefire, and it worked for now thirty years, twenty-seven years. But um, in all our understanding of European integration and of human rights, the people themselves have to decide. Tell me, which country gets um, a conference out of the country with people from other countries, including, for example, Serbia, Croatia, and others, deciding about this? I think we have definitely to give it to the people. How could this work uh, if we just uh, taking uh, caretakers for this country? These are edu educated adult people um, with unfortunately a situation where the political class is 
beyond some very reasonable politicians, I have to say. This is not uh, uh, to everybody, but there's, there's unfortunately a problem in the, cap uh, in the preparedness to act on behalf of the people. Uh, uh, some are only acting on behalf of their entity, of their people, people, constituent people, of their uh, ethnic group, uh, and uh, we are lacking a little of the, uh, the we are lacking the uh, composition of the joint interests. And uh, though you're coming to the key problem here, youth are said is leaving to 80%. Why? They are well skilled, they should have options, and they have some of them have options, but they are feeling that in this country corruption is so strong or clientelism that if they do just want to get an independent job, merit-based, they see a problem. So we have to change this and we have to come to a joint historical understanding of the past. Here, unfortunately, the country is, or the political scenery in this country, is dominated by an actual historical relation uh, which is not helpful. The idea that we are the better ones and we will dominate the other ones has led to a disaster in this country. This is the real message, not the question um, uh, whether uh, my uh, deep locking instruments um, are saving the country. They will help, I'm pretty convinced, but uh, they will not answer uh, the basic questions. Time will tell. Thank you, High Representative Christian Schmidt, for talking to Al Jazeera. Thank you.